And we are live. Hey, yes. Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey, girl. What's going on, honey? Everything. <clears throat> Feeling a little bit better. Okay. Okay. But not 100%. Same, the same, the same, the same, the same, honey. I'm tired. Uh, child, I, I got so much going on, honey. So much. And yeah, we just here, child. Mm -hmm. yeah. Me too. I can't wait to feel 100% though. I feel like, I feel like I've been confined to my house and I don't like it. Like, I don't like feeling stuck. And I felt very stuck, like not being able to go outside. But let me tell you something. That's prison for me. And I don't like having to sit down at all. <laughs> like It's like making me sit down is I feel like I'm missing. <laughs> I'm missing out on fun or something. And ain't no fun happening nowhere. But I just feel like I'm being made to miss out. Like, you know how you was bad in school and your mom like you ain't going to that party. I feel like I'm being made to miss out on a party and there's no party, but it still just feels like it. Oh, I just God. think you just trying to get out so you can spend some more money, honey. And don't worry. It's I've gonna been still be really good. Like really good. I'm telling you, I've been doing good. You don't be, you don't be wanting to give me my credit. Like, and I don't like that because acknowledge my job well done. I need um, validation of a good job because I've been doing good. My, my spending has been cut in a third. Like I've spent a third of what I was spending <clears throat> prior to 2023. So you ready to get on with the topics and stuff because we tired of the lies, baby. We, we, we <laughs> tired. I'm going to show you my bank account. You're going to be like, Girl, uh, the, yes. the, the C stands for consumer. Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the C stands for consciously spending. Like I'm conscious of what I'm spending. So anywho, let me shout out the people. What's good? Mm -hmm. Eugene Steele, Emerald Edge, the cynical one. Hey. <sighs> uh oh. Okay, I spoke to everybody in our chat. That's what you get, uh -huh. man. <laughs> trying to trying to scoop past me praising myself. That's what you get. That Did quick. This nigga really call me a plantation bride. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something, baby. The, the the white supremacy in this uh space be rampant. I, thought I was looking like springtime cute. <laughs> <laughs> he said a plantation bride. You know, he dreams of a plantation wedding. They're going to be throwing cotton and everything. They, they, uh, we ain't going to stop. We ain't going to be no damn rice and beans. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be throwing cotton. They're going to have it on um, one of them plantations. I'm going to tell you, baby. Listen, I already know. He might be in shackles. They might have, he might have them call him Toby. <laughs> I already know what type of men we got in this space, baby. I already know. Uh-uh. Get you a queen of spade and call it a day, Mig Town. We know what mm. that, that's what y'all like, child. Mm. Facts. Mm. Facts. I know hey, what a bro, queen Carlin. of spade is. Hey, baby. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, child. <sighs> mm. what's, well, what's the news, child? What's the tea? 
Um, you ready? To, I don't have a whole lot of tea. I truly don't. I was looking like, am I missing something? Because it ain't a whole lot of whole lot of. I do okay. I do have. Girl, wait. Why he call you the maid of honor though? Let me tell you. So I'll be the maid of honor. I don't mind. I'll, I'll be the maid of honor. Um, at the uh, not at the plantation wedding. I ain't. I'm a boycott it. Mm-mm. Girl, we me and the Black Panthers coming through there and all black boycotting. I thought I was like, I got my little chest out. I got my little frilly. He a hater. Don't even give him no. Don't pay him no never mind. Shit, cause I was like, don't pay him no never mind. And here he come with the bullshit. Don't listen. Um, I got a few things that I wanted to 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 talk about. Hold on. So I wanted to save this one, but let me just go ahead and start with it. Let me ask you about this. Did you know? So I was seeing this all over the place about men not being able to smoke hookah. And I'm like, where is this coming from? So come to find out, I guess Saucy Santana said that it's a little tambourine player-ish for men to be smoking hookah because when they blow the smoke, it's feminine. And so like, I guess now women also, but mainly saucy, have an issue with men smoking hookah. And so now hookah is a female only activity. Were you aware? And if so, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's something that men should not partake in? Is hookah only for the girls? I think gay men should stay in <laughs> gay men's business. <laughs> and I'm not homophobic or anything. Right. But, but mm-hmm. I mean, if he had said something about sagging pants or something, I probably would have understood that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're trying to uh, homophobalize, I don't even know. <laughs> That's not word for it. We're going to homophobalize the hookah. And mm-hmm. it's like sassy Santana, like you wear like full makeup, like a beat, like a whole beat. With the beard though, baby. But he be beat down to the goyce. I mean, like, like a full beat. Like baby, sir, sir with that sir. double BBL, that just looks shameful. 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 <laughs> shameful. Shameful. But yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. That picture with DJ Envy does look corny. And I said it corny. <laughs> corny. I think dudes be being extra with the hookah. You I, know, I, like I, I, that is it, 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 it's it's like if you taking pictures with the hookah and you blowing, smoke yeah, out, like especially when they be taking the pictures giving, in the video, it's giving bad bitch. It's giving bad bitch. They be taking the pictures in the video. They be extra with the smoke, like no. extra. But let a let a let a brother live. Like black men can't a- experience black boy joy with a hookah and just be extra like Yo. the women are. Yo, no, no, no. There needs mm-hmm. to be a separation. Chicks mm. run up. You know, they've been talking about guys being like groupies and shit. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing, you know how a guy will push you out the way to get to your favorite star. And you like, mm. ew. 
Um, this is giving bad baddie. It, it, it is giving baddie. I'm not going for it. I, I, I'm not saying that guys shouldn't smoke hookah, but the taking the pictures and being all extra with it. It's definitely giving them energy. It, it is. It is. Well, it is. I, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Of course, my husband don't smoke hookah. I mean, but you know, and you know, people were looking up the history and hookah was for thousands of years, something that only men like shisha hookah was something that men only partook in. <laughs> so it wasn't even something that females were permitted to engage in period. It was a male thing. So for saucy to then now try to police men doing hookah, I just think that we we just doing too much. Like I do feel like we are literally taking enjoyment out of anything that black men enjoy. Like anything we see black men enjoying, celebrating, having fun, doing, we start critiquing. We start and then for him as a member of the LGBTQ, like to say that it's gay and it looks homo homosexual and all those types of things, like bro, what you doing? Doing. You ostracizing black men and you're supposed to be part of a marginalized group. I just think that it's tacky. Yeah, and I'm still going to stick to my what you call a girl. It is definitely giving bad bitch. If you sitting up there and you posted it. up with the hookah and people taking pictures and you got your head tells it like come on how it's, it's extra light skin come on, come on i just think it's like i do be like no lie i think it's corny but it's corny like for me like when i see dudes try to flash a bunch of money it's corny, oh, that's corny to me as hell. when i see dudes um take it look away pictures like it's corny <laughs> like a lot of stuff that i see dudes do is corny to me like it's no cornier but you know, light skin, it, that's corny. yeah. Like I just think it's a, it's corny, but like I'm not about to police black men and say don't do it and that you gay if you do it. It's just a little corny. Like it's corny. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely corny, but so it's definitely giving baddie energy. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking so, of baddie energy, <laughs> what? Because I got something else before you go ahead. Did you hear about the guy that referred to himself as a bad nigga? No. Like I didn't. He referred to himself as a bad like mm -mm. and was telling some girl she wasn't qualified to talk to a bad nigga. Oh. Mm. Okay. And Twitter lit his ass up. So Could I you imagine? No. Ew. Cringe. <laughs> like no. cringe. Yeah, me either. Like, I don't want no dude that's uh, talking to about himself as a bad dude. Like, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, it's a, a lot bad. of stuff like, that I find, like, if you call yourself, like, I don't, it's a lot. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I be picky. Because I don't like when men refer to themselves in the third person. And, like, calling yourself a bad ninja, mm, 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 nah. It's not, yeah, not going to sit well with me. That's just me. Yeah. Um, I got something else I wanted to talk to you about. Did you see this house of a mess, child? <sighs> so you remember, <laughs> you remember Zach Stacy, former football player, child, lumped and bumped his baby mama. He comes in the house. There was her apartment. 
there was a camera placed above the door or something. He came in and he suflexed her and he literally drug her from one end of that little apartment to the other while his child, toddler child, was on the couch and ended up tossing her on the couch mere inches away from the child. She releases the video begging for support and uh, possibly even in the form of financial support. I don't know. And uh, then um, released the video publicly and asked for support and, you know, also wanted people to, you know, help her get the police to, you know, make an arrest. And so police make an arrest. And that was six months ago. And she goes forward and begged the judge to not give her baby daddy jail time, says that he is a changed person, that he's in therapy, that he's changed his behavior, that her son FaceTimes him uh, multiple times a day and he gets her their son every other weekend and that her son will suffer if he is unable to see his father and that jail is not the proper place for people with mental health issues. It, it won't rehabilitate him. And that she didn't know what she was doing when she called the police and that she don't want him to go to jail. And I have thoughts, but I'm going to ask you what your <laughs> thoughts are before I give my thoughts. Baby, I am tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I saw this and I'm like, so you set Girl. up the camera. You set mm -hmm. up the camera. Did. You had the perfect placements of all these cameras. You wanted him to go to jail. He goes to jail or he gets arrested. Then you're the same person to go plead to the judge. Mm -hmm. Don't arrest him. He's a good man. He's a changed man. <laughs> he, he really doesn't need that hard. I mean, I know it looked bad when he slammed me through that damn coffee table, but it really mm -hmm. wasn't that bad. I didn't even have that many bruises. Like, I'm fine. I am mm -hmm. fine. Girl... This is what they talk about when they say, you know, women choose these types of men. Um, honey, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't even know what to say. I feel um, really, really bad for the kids um, or for children involved in that situation. Um, yeah. Their kids. I, I feel bad if they have more than one because I don't even know how many they have. Just one. But. Mm -hmm. I feel more so bad for the child because she is suffering from mental illness and he got CTE and uh, they both crazy. Allegedly, mm -hmm. whatever. I, I I don't know, honey. That's that's a lot going on. Yeah, like it's too much. It's a it's a shit show at this point. Because like I feel like, you know, they gave him six months. She didn't want him to do any jail time and still you know, releasing statements after he was sentenced. And I feel like six months is sufficient. Like he abused you in front of the child with no regard for the child. They dropped some of the charges. He endangered the welfare of the child. And I kind of do feel like there was a kind of a setup. Uh, he alleged that she, I think like she supposedly sent a text to his current girlfriend, like saying that they were still sleeping together or something. Like she knew he was coming in to put a hurting on her and that like nothing I'm not condoning what he did because that was disgusting trifling low count but um I feel I, I don't 
feel sorry for him. Um, I feel like he deserves to do some time. He needs to be sit down. He needs to sit down somewhere for a while and think about his actions. And although jail is not rehabilitative, uh, he should have considered that before he laid hands on her. And I feel like she is a victim, but I feel like she foolish. You ain't thinking about your child. You ain't concerned about your child. And you saying this is going to impact his uh, relationship with his father. Girl, you better take him down there to the county jail. Go ahead and make sure you don't have them on nothing. Uh, what you can't have on nothing, um, uh, metal or whatever, before you take them to the metal detectors. Um, you don't, just don't have to impact it. And they have, um, they have phones in there that he may still be able to FaceTime his father. Um, I, I, I feel like the judge did the right thing. Honey. Yeah. Sickening. Very yeah. sickening. Very disturbing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, mm-mm. that's a lot. That's a lot going on. Mm-mm. It is. Yeah. Girl. I mean, mm. um, let me see. I think I might have one or two more. So I saw this and I found it to be interesting. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were on this one. So, um, I want to know, like, I see these instances where people punish their kids and post the videos on social media. And this little boy, and I don't remember the exact details, he was misbehaving in school. And as a result, his mom took him to the barbershop and he, the little boy, I don't even remember how old he was. He was pretty young, under 10, was um, crying because this barber was about to cut his locks off. And he was crying and the barber like, dog, you shouldn't have been being bad at school. And he's about to move forward and cut the little boy locks off. And um, the little boy is pretty distraught about it. And of course, they're filming to put it on social media because, you know, to teach him a lesson. And I wanted to know, you know, what your thoughts are, especially a mom of a son about punishing your child by number one, cutting their hair, especially if they have a strong attachment to their hair. And number two, putting this type of thing on social media. I will never, ever, ever punish my child for the sake of social media, for you, for the world to laugh at him and to embarrass him in that type of way. Now, that being said, I'll come and tell y'all, like, that little boy, yeah. puberty whooping my ass already because he's too damn nonchalant. He's walking around like his shit don't stink, and it's only going to get worse. But you're embarrassing your child for a fucking click interview yeah it doesn't take that to parent you and don't get me wrong i get the cutting off the boy's hair as a i actually understand that i'm not tripping with that I, i think that um when it comes down to forms of punishment um when certain things are a privilege locks and and um styles that require maintenance and more maintenance than you getting a regular haircut I do think that that's a privilege. I do think, um, like, if you go into the military and they cut your hair off, that's one of the first things that happens when you go into the military. Mm-hmm. But certain things are a privilege. I'm not tripping about the punishment. My problem with that is having to put that shit out for the world to see. Like, this is going to make him straighten up and act right. Or this mm-hmm. isn't a traumatic experience that you... Uh, certain things we don't have to do to our children that is a form of trauma 
Um, a shout out to the cynical one because you're, she said it's clout chasing. That's exactly what it is. And I just don't feel like if you're going to clout chase your children, child cl child, uh, clout chase them for getting good grades. Post that shit up. Post when they have done something really, really well. But to go out to you're trying to validate your parenting skills through the advent of social media like. No, 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 no. It's wrong. I don't like it. So I don't like it. At um, all. I don't like the cutting of a child's hair off for punishment. Um, I don't like cutting. Uh, first off, like we wouldn't do it to a little girl. Um, I don't think that we should do it to a little boy. I think that not not for the form of punishment. I think that you know, if there's a different reason, if you know, like the child has. Um, if there's a hygiene thing or, you know, like they're, you know, getting bugs in their hair, they can't keep it clean. It's becoming that like if there's other reasons, maybe there's an, a, a different legitimate reason that you have, but not for the form of punishment. I personally wouldn't like cutting off a child's hair for punishment. And um, I do think that it is a form of humiliation. And one thing that I saw in the comments that I didn't necessarily know, what I, not necessarily, I did know this, I didn't necessarily tie it to immediately, was that um, this was also a big thing during slavery that, so this is very deep rooted trauma for black people that um, they would have their heads, you know, they would shave their heads um, during um, slavery, you know, like that was a big thing. Like you had your head, you know, buzzed off, like shaved during slavery, whether they were prepping you to, sell at market or, you know, as a form of humiliation, they would, but, you know, buzz your hair right off your head. And so that in and of itself, um, it's all the more reason why I would never do it to my child. But um, I certainly would not post it and publicize it for the world to see. I think that that is just absolutely wrong. Know, concrete. Let me ask you this, because when it comes down to getting trending trendy hair trendy hair and i'm talking about like if your kids are getting locks and they're getting the line the shape ups and they're getting all this different crap in it whatever to me so when uh with solomon solomon wants mm -hmm. to uh grow his hair back out and so um solomon has been on the honor roll for the last two years consecutively mm -hmm. consecutively on the honor roll and I'm like, okay, certain things I feel like you should be able to express yourself through. And if hair is a part of your expression, okay. But the whole thing is, is when kids want things, a lot of times they're looking, um, they're influenced by somebody else, some star, some rapper, mm -hmm. some football player. I wonder it's, it's cool, whatever, whatever. To me, certain things are privileges. If it came down to my daughter, no, I wouldn't cut my daughter's hair off, but let's say my my daughter wanted purple hair or whatever, and she was 10 or 11. Certain things, I if it's done tastefully, I would allow her to get, but if she showed her ass, she wouldn't be able to do special things with her hair. I'm mm -hmm. not buying you all these name brand clothes and shit um, because certain things to me are privileges, and it's just the way that I was raised. Mm -hmm. 
So when it comes down to yeah. cutting up the hair, like if you sitting there showing your ass and you listening to all this other bullshit, you listening to these rappers and you showing your ass at school. Mm-hmm. No, you don't get to emulate um certain behaviors because there are certain behaviors attached to styles. This is that and the third. So mm-hmm. if it came down to it and he had something very trendy and he was showing his ass, yeah, that hair has got to go because I feel like certain times the hair is attached to an attitude or you're trying to emulate certain things. So no, certain things have to go. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I see that as um, I, I see it as just a, similar to like a white supremacist um, humiliation tactic. Um, locks are spiritual. Um, locks are, and most people. Yeah, my husband had no, locks for twenty years. No, that's not what I'm saying. Lock, you're, you're yeah, saying well, no, let me so, finish my statement. Let, hold but on, you already said statement. no, so let me just clarify real well, quick. Well, look, can I finish what I'm saying regarding locks being spiritual? Um, for many people, locks are spiritual, and the journey and the attachment to the hair is deep rooted. I understand what you're saying about kids being influenced by social media and a lot of kids want to do it because they feel like it's a trendy thing or they see uh their favorite who raps artists or whomever getting a hairstyle but even when you made the analogy of your like your daughter wanting purple hair or your you know wanting uh you know some sort of specialty hairstyle that you would uh prevent her from getting while she uh if she's being punished locks are um you locks are uh, however you maintain the locks, you don't have to have specialty or specialized colors or specialized uh, designs and all that type of stuff in locks. I'm not, I think that I can understand that being associated with a privilege and revoking that privilege as a punishment. But for me personally, like I maintained my own locks. So if my child had locks, like you may not be able to get a special color, you know, you may not be able to get special designs and all that stuff in it. But for me, I wouldn't cut your locks to punish you. I think that, you know, even when I've seen the video of the little boy, like literally the emotion that, that having his haircut evoked in him, you know that it was something much deeper than that. And it was kind of sad because it was like the barber was the one that, it almost sounded like the barber was the one who had to deliver that news to him. And I felt like, like, dang, that ain't kind of, that's not his place. If I was a barber, ma'am, you got to have that conversation with your son before you bring him in here. I'm not cutting his hair like this. He distraught. That's just but my feelings. You, you said when you talked about the locks being a spiritual thing, mm-hmm. If that's the intent of getting the locks, when they get the locks, that's different. Mm -hmm. Most kids are not getting locks to be spiritual. Most kids are getting locks to look like a rapper, look like a basketball player, football player, what have you, or to look on trend. When it comes down to trending things, and if it's a spiritual thing, to me, that is totally different versus Mm -hmm. you doing something that's on trend or you trying to be trendy and that's the reason you get them. Trending versus spiritual, that's two totally different things. Now, with the child, with the child himself, um, if you sitting there showing your ass, and like I said, if you get something that's trendy and it's supposed to be a trend thing and it's not spiritual, yeah, cut that shit off. If it's a spiritual thing, I think that's totally different. Like if the child was raised in a church and they're like, um, what's the pledge? Um, um, God, it's a pledge that people grow the hair. A pledge? Yeah, that there's a a a, a pledge like it's in the Bible where the man. Oh, I never. 
Yeah, I, I oh, like uh, like uh, Solomon, I think <laughs> you talking about. No, I don't know. It, but there was a man in the Bible who grew his hair, mm-hmm. didn't want to, never cut his hair, mm-hmm. and there's a difference with that. But if it's trending, or if it's something trendy, and I allow you to do this as a trend or as a treat then just like you could get other privileges taken away it was samson it was samson oh samson that's what it was yeah mm-hmm. um if it's a trend versus <laughs> um something spiritual then yeah that trend will absolutely be removed because that's not a spiritual thing that she wanting to be cool that she wanting to be fly and i don't have, i don't even have problems with that but if you are you know, we have agreements and we basically have contracts with our kids. Okay, you do A, B, C, D. If you fall below A, B, C, D, then certain certain things ain't going to work out. And so schoolwork is going to be your main priority, doing your chores, being respectful. If you fall below those things, then certain privileges get taken away. Trendy hairstyles, yeah, that'd be the, like one of the first things to go because mm. I'm going to show you I'm not playing with you. I mean business. Um, I want you to be as fly as you want to be, but if you're sitting there showing your ass, nah, you don't get to uh participate in shit that's uh fly. No, you don't. I guess I'll just look at it differently. That uh, that's something I, I probably would never do to my child, but I also think that like there could be um I th- I, I consider that as I consider that as possibly causing trauma like cutting uh, like what especially like i said using this example when i see this little boy's emotional response to it that that could cause unnecessary trauma to a child and i just don't see like when i say like i don't see locks as a privilege like that is how you're deciding to you know wear your hair so you know yes getting the sides cut and getting it tapered and getting designs in it or getting it colored uh, i would see that as a privilege because that is you know the way that you're like a trendy way that you're maintaining the style but i don't see the locks locks in and of itself as a privilege but you know i i you know to each their own Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, slavery or not, if they show their they ass, it's an option, especially if they start showing they ass after they get this special style. Um, babe, I, I have to agree with you on that because to me, like I said, I don't think most kids go into it with a spiritual mentality as to why they want a certain thing more so than they seen somebody with it and it's like, oh, that's cool. I don't think that they go into it with a spiritual mentality, but I think that we as black people have a spiritual connection to our hair. I don't know if that's just black people. If you know, have... I think it is black people because of the trauma that's been associated with us regarding how we wear our hair, how we're allowed to wear our hair. Literally, we're in 20 in 2022. There had to be a crown act passed for us to be able to wear our hair in certain ways in the workplace. Like, I think that our connection to our hair differs from other races, like completely. I don't know. I think if if it's a woman and somebody chooses to shave a woman bald or if a woman loses her hair and she has cancer or she loses her hair because she's taking medication um i think in general people are vain now i do understand what you're talking about like the things that have been traumatic 
toward us as a race of people. But I think if you like hair um, and if something happens to your hair, I think there's going to be some type of connection regardless. I ain't even talking about just having it shaved. I'm talking about our connection to our hair, how we feel about it. Conversations about our hair are often volatile. We get emotional, defensive, like our connection to our hair is pretty unique as in comparison to other races of people. We have a very special attachment to our hair. Our hair has been policed since our time, at least on this continent. And really and truly, even in Africa, there are cultures in Africa where uh, like, and this is very prominent in several cultures in Africa, where the girls and the boys, in order to go to primary school, they have to have their hair shaved off, bald. They can only wear shaved heads the entire time they're away in school, the entire time. That is traumatic, like literally, and it is for conditioning. Like they are trying to um, promote a, 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 um, a, a culture of uniformity. Literally, you have to have a shaved head as a girl from six all the way up to 18. You cannot have hair on your head. Like, come on. Like, it's, it, I think that we have a special, a, a different connection than other groups to our hair. And it's quite emotional for us in many instances. Do you think like you, do you ever feel like you were discriminated against or did you go through anything as a result of any of your hairstyles or whatever? I have, um, I'm very conscious of my hair and how I present, um, especially because I am forward facing and I'm in a, um, I'm in a supervisory role in my, um, career and I um, represent the company. So I make sure that my hair is neat. And like, even when I have my natural hair, um, I did not wear my fro out when I knew I had to be forward facing with a client. Um, if I know I'm going on an interview, I'm mindful of that. And my hair is always neat, pulled back and presentable to, uh, as what would be considered by, um, you know, white American standards. No, I'm saying like when you were younger, um, did you go through things with your hair? Like at any time in your life, did you go through things associated with your hair? Um, so I, my family, um, put chemicals in my hair at a very young age. So I had, um, you know, relaxed or I had a curl or a relaxer at a very young age. So I didn't, um, my hair was tamed. So not, uh, that I can recall. Okay. Okay. I would say that, uh, in a few instances, I did go through some things with my hair. Um, when I was young, you know, my grandmother gave me like the worst hairstyles and it was just like, here we go, grandma. <laughs> then as I, when I got older and I had my fro and I would actually wear my fro to work. And a lot of people used to think my fro was a wig. Mm -hmm. Then it was like, uh, people telling me that I needed to comb my hair. Like, why is your hair all over your head? And I had like, uh, some older black people, uh, ask me about that, but you know, it was just like one of those things. Like, so you remember when we were um, with my cousin, and I told you, like, my grandmother used to curl our hair. So, 
we had um, this nickname for the curls my grandmother used to put in our hair and it was called Everlasting Curls. So my grandmother would come and get my mom's kids because my mom, oftentimes she was like, I'm not going to church. So she would come and get my mom's kids and all my mom's kids had very thick hair and she made us, uh, well, me, me and my sister still talk about this, um, not good about our hair being so thick because she would complain while combing it at the stove. And she would put these very tight grandma curls in our hair. She would be like fussing while combing our hair at the stove. So, you know, like there was things like that, just us knowing that it was like our hair was unmanageable, you know, comments about, you know, your mama should have combed your hair, like stuff like that. Um, but outside of that, I thought you meant like with, um, you know, the outside world, not in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah, girl, you know, them grandmas gonna put it in your life. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they real so mean about here. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> shout out to D Mac, the chucker. He said, so is a shape up white supremacy. C Rose. Um, is a shape up white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, no, I think that it's it's acceptable. I you think, don't that, think that you know anti black a shape up? Yeah, a shape up is anti black. No, I don't think a shape up is anti black. I think a shape up anti black. Why? Why would you say <laughs> a shape up is anti black? It is. If you really think about it and white people come and have to have their hair neat and their hair lays down, or everybody else's hair lays down, and the fact that our hair grows outward and upward and stuff, um, and we're not able to wear our hair the way it grows out of our head mm. and be considered normal, then, yeah, that is, uh, I think it's anti-Black. Yeah, okay. having to have your hair groomed at all times, neat and perfect. And, oh, so, yes, in that instance, yes. So I always thought of, like, permed hair being anti-Black or having to have your, so, yeah, in the same, like, conked hair, you know, back in the day, they, like, they felt like a, a, a fro was revolutionary. Like, you were, you were, yeah. you were revolting or, you know, being revolutionary or rebuke kind of like uh, taking a stance against the system if you have an afro, whereas, you know, your your neat coiffed hair in place is kind of like you adhering to the status quo. So, uh, but anyways. Shout out to DMAC the trucker again. He says, I agree with Sister George 100%. What is going on? Honey, I'm loving all you niggas. <laughs> it's a full moon, I guess. It's a full moon. Uh, Kim Shady said the Crown Act was performative. I have not read it or even reviewed it in um, detail. So I'm interested to know why you think it's performative. An act that will permit uh, or that makes it a federal law for uh, companies to discriminate against us wearing our natural hair, um, you know, in the workplace. Yeah. But uh, that's all I have, child. Are you ready to get off into these topics? Whew. Yes. <sighs> okay. Um, I think we should start off with the baddies, honey. 
Girl, so you we have a trend of baddies going around talking about what they require from a man mm-hmm. and what they need from a man. Mm-hmm. And Lord have mercy. Let me pull up some of these clips, child, because okay. Let me start with uh bad chick number one, honey, because here she go. I require a man of God. I require the morning text. I require flowers. I require date nights. I require time. I require respect. I require loyalty. I require love. I require affection. I require reassurance. I require all these things. Yes. Listen, ladies, never settle for less. There's a man out there that will give you everything that you require. And I want you to know, stop settling because it looks good. Stop settling because it sounds good. Stop settling because he has money. Stop settling. Ladies, know your worth. Love yourself. Understand that we are queens and we are not supposed to be treated nothing less than queens. We are strong queens at the end of the day. So we deserve a king, nothing less. And I want you to know. Trust the process, have faith, and understand to know your worth, love yourself, keep your relationship with God, put no man before God, and watch what happens, but just know never to settle, and the word is, I require. You're on mute. She requires. (laughs) So, that was, for those of you who are not aware, that was Alexis. Alexis is most notably known for um, partnering with Fetty Wap. Um, She was alleged to be his baby mama. Um, However, come to find out she was not his baby mama. Um, She had a child that she tried to put (laughs) off on him and it came out to be someone else's entirely. She lied for two years on Fetty Wap about that baby and the child was born with a uh, you know, disability, bless the baby. And um, I think because she was maybe drinking and stuff while she was pregnant, allegedly. But um, nonetheless, that's the mo- how she's most notably known. And then she started doing club appearances because she was like IG famous. And so she has made the rounds with many a rapper, hood dude, this dude, that dude, athlete, all of the guys. And now she is consider well she calls herself very religious she says she's turned over a new leaf baby she be in all of the blog comments quoting scriptures um you know she is a woman of god um i don't think she doing any i she ain't doing no club appearances i think you know she only appearances she making now is on sunday in the pew and so she (laughs) is a you know, lady of God now, and she probably looking for a pastor, but she has created this list regarding what she requires as a woman of God. And so, yeah, that's where we are. Concrete, you broke that down so eloquently and so oh, wonderfully. Um, I just want to give you props because thank they're you. due, not on your shopping, but on stuff like this. <laughs> and <Whatever. sighs> When I listen to Alexis Sky, when mm-hmm. I listen to her, and I was thinking about my own awakening when I wanted to go back to God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem that I have is this destructive, the destructive things that she's put out on social media, 
Um, we have endorsed a certain lifestyle. We didn't tell girls it was okay to fuck Paul, John, Mike, T.I. It was okay mm. to be in threesomes. It was okay mm. to go to Dubai. It was okay to get uh pissed on. It's okay to be shitting on. All this shit is okay. Listen. And now the chickens have come home to roost and bitches are left out there on the other side. The wholeness ain't working out for them. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up another clip for you, child. Okay. Let me pull up another one. But I am not entertaining men for the sake of having notifications. I know what it's like to be desired by men. I don't know what it's like to be valued by one. When people ask me, why hasn't it worked out with anyone? Well, because I've never valued myself. I've been running from myself for a really long time. And I'm no longer drinking it away, eating it away, sleeping it away, fucking it away. I'm sitting with my shit. I was entertaining conversations with men I knew I would never take seriously because I felt like it validated me. Single, I'm alone, but I'm not really. I have people on my phone. But I never needed anything outside of me to validate me. But until you're ready to get that honest with yourself, you'll keep looping back until you do something different. You're really only holding yourself back and prolonging the inevitable, which is you having these difficult conversations with yourself. You don't believe in love. You're desperate. You don't think you can do any better. Ultimately, you feel like it's what you deserve. Anything you attract from a disempowered state won't last. That's a feel good life quote. And you deserve all the things that you deeply desire. But your actions have to align with your beliefs. First of all, hi. I crave connection. Child had looped the video, sorry. Um. So then I took a look at that. And Brittany, uh, hmm. Brittany is, you know, I've never been valued. I've never, I don't know what it's like to be valued by a man. I mean, you know, they buy me all these things and they just come and fuck me and I pay for my own plane tickets. And, you know, I just don't get it. I don't know what it's like to be valued because <sighs> I went after all the ballers. I went exactly. after all the Miss Brittany Chase a check. <laughs> I went after all the guys who was throwing that cash out. So I don't know what it's like to yeah. be valued. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, as an average looking fucking woman, mm -hmm. as an average looking woman, mm -hmm. I've had I've had men love me. I have. Yeah, I'm sure you've had men love you, girl. Very well, so, actually. Like very, like be in love all the way. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at Brittany Renner, and I'm I'm like, how the fuck do you look like that? And you've missed the complete boat on what it's like to be loved on, or was it one of those things where you never saw value in a man? And what it looks like to me, you saw dollar signs in every mm -hmm. dude that you went after, and that was the only thing you saw. So you didn't, you ignored their true value. Mm -hmm. You ignored their true value for what you thought they could do for you. And mm -hmm. now you're on the opposite side of that. When it comes down to Alexis Sky. They have passed on these empowerment messages, and I don't know why the empowerment has to come through the pussy. 
but mm. it seems to be the only place where it has to come through. But they have passed these messages on from woman to woman. You got the city girls. You got Lori Harvey. You got everybody telling you that it's okay to be a hoe. But now look at the hoes coming home to roost. All the hoes is coming home to roost. Oh, I don't want to be a city. If I'm a, if if I come outside, I'm just going. I'm going inside early. That was Megan. Um, the city girls then actually broke up because they want to spend time with they dudes. But mm -hmm. little Kim, little Kim told you she'll fuck by five or six. No, that was Trina. That was Trina. That was Trina. Look, Kim had to get her stomach pumped at one point. It was rumored that she had to get her stomach pumped at one point because there was so many dudes that nutted inside of her at one point. Everybody then did a sex tape. You got Sierra getting drugged because she's sitting here talking about being independent, but she going home to her man. The mm -hmm. whole fucking theme is everybody wants to be up under somebody at some point. You're not going to want all those dicks, dick after dick, rejecting you, telling it, telling you you ain't good enough. After they didn't pay your ass to go away, you're going to want somebody to, to be up under. And I feel like that's the problem with a lot of young chicks is they even screamed all these messages. And now look at you. You look, you looking for somebody. You want somebody. You want somebody bad. I think that that's what we're seeing. And the, the interesting thing is it took, you know, they ha they've had their share of men and both of them are beautiful women. So, you know, like you said, it's certainly not for lack of them being beautiful and being able to attract men. We know for a fact that Brittany has been, she's bragged about the men that she's been able to attract, wrote books about the men that she's been able to attract and the things that she does. So like at now, at some point, you know, your 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 tactics are no longer working. It, what it is, is you've hit the wall. You know, you washed up. Everybody knows about your tricks. You're, you're too well known. You literally went on college, on college tours telling men to watch out, young boys to watch out for women like you and how talking about how you and women like you preyed on young athletes. Like, and now all of a sudden, you know, you can't find love and, you you know, I, I feel like maybe the problem with her and Alexis is that they putting out these lists of requirements. And the true problem is that they haven't taken time out to truly love themselves. They haven't taken time out to truly know themselves. They really and truly, you know, if they're real about this spiritual journey they on, they're on, they haven't been on it long enough to find out who they truly are. Like, I feel like they both might have issues with um, being alone. Like they both have to have somebody at all times. And maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe that's part of the problem and why God has not, or whoever they believe in, has not sent them someone because like you ain't even comfortable with being alone with you. And that's part of their problems. But I'm not buying it. I really think that now both of them i kind of see it as a new niche i see it as a new market that they're trying to corner a new sales pitch and now they're trying to sell this to women that you know this is now you know their new marketing ploy and this will be now something else that they're selling to women this whole um you know lifestyle of you know uh them being uh you know 
Christian women or uh, change women and, you know, meditative and, you know, one with the, the Lord. And like, I, I'm not buying it. I think that it's a ploy. It's like Brittany, that's what she does. And, you know, Alexis is looking for just the next way to get paid. There's a new wave of IG chicks that's on the scene and that's in clubs and making money. And she probably wasn't garnering the same amount that she was in those clubs. So she got to find a new gimmick. And I feel like that's what this is. But I have a question for you, because when you look at, you know, Brittany and you look at Alexis and then you look at, you know, older women, I saw a clip recently with and I didn't snag it because I think we'll probably get a um, copyright claim if I would have. It was on BT wind down. And so that's why I didn't because I know it was copywritten. Um, but it was with Young Miami Mary and it was with Taraji and both Mary and Taraji excuse me we're talking about how they have nobody and that they're finding love within themselves and how they don't think that you know love can be found in the U.S. because all the men are used up and this that and the other and how they're just into self-love these days and finding love within themselves so when I think about women like auntie mary think about women like taraji well into their 50s that have been in relationships that have soured and that didn't work out like are Brittany and alexis on the right track if they are being true to themselves and not really running a gimmick by at least waking up earlier versus later because they could save themselves 20 years by at least acknowledging now like hey we need to wisen up now and not try to run this as a long game not be in this for 20 years trying to do this ig thing playing me and thing and you know wake up now and realize that you know this ain't it like are they are could they if, if they let's say let's take it for face value and say that they are being genuine if they are you know they've been in the game for 10 years or more it could have been 30 years had they not woken up um are they is there a benefit to them waking up now at this stage especially because you know they probably still got a few good years left in them if they were truly waking up then it would be some benefit um but i think when it comes down to waking up and really waking up you're going to have to get down to your bottom of your need for attention and why you need whatever attention. Um, then when it comes down to being a baddie, and I want you to think about this, most mm -hmm. baddies don't ever want to relinquish the crown ever. So you get to an age like Alexa Sky, and let's say Alexa Sky is pushing 30. I don't even know mm -hmm. how old she is. And I've, mm -hmm. I'm curious about it. Like, how old is yeah, Alexis guy? I was just thinking that. Um, but let's just say that you get to a point um, to where you're all you're pushing thirty, and there's a whole. She's twenty eight years old, so she's mm. pushing. She's pushing thirty. You're pushing thirty. Now you're trying to come up with things to make yourself relevant, make yourself stay mm -hmm. in the spotlight. Then what I, I what I look at from for for Alexis, like how are how willing are you willing to relinquish 
certain aspects of yourself to actually really get down to the bottom of what you're trying to change. Are you willing to take a hiatus from social media? Are you mm. really willing to get into the word and really going to church or getting to your spirituality? How willing are you to do that? Because if you really start to do the fucking work, the work ain't just one of those things to where you can read a couple scriptures and um, light some damn incense and call yourself cured. It's yeah. actually kind of fucking insulting to the people that are doing the work. And yeah. if, you, if you really get down to your shadow work and healing your childhood traumas and all that, that shit ain't no fly by night. You're not going to be able to bullshit your way through the process. It's a definitely a step in the right direction if that's what's right. really happening. But honey, <laughs> I think I, I I think it's one of those things you're gonna have to show and prove, and you're gonna have to get off of social media. Mm. You're gonna have to cure your want for attention um and get down to the bottom of things that people have never told you that it was wrong or you haven't been given any different perspectives because everybody has basically pacified you and told you that you were a pretty baby and you pretty and you pretty and you beautiful and you a bad bitch and them other bitches can never be like you. So you're mm -hmm. going to have to try to get down to the bottom of all this bad bitch shit and not being at the top and not being in a certain positions and then accept really having to accept yourself and accepting your fuck ups and ex 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 really um accepting all your wholeness all this duality and shit you won't have to really get down to the bottom of all of that then kind of move forward but you getting on here talking about what you require. I require a man of God. You think men of God are. <laughs> you know, notice the interesting thing while she was talking about all that she requires. She didn't highlight, you know, any change behavior on her end, though. Like, yeah, she, I, I see her quoting scriptures and I've seen her saying that she's saved or, you know, that she's turned over a new leaf. But in her list, she didn't highlight what change behavior she's coming with. You talking about what you gotta have, but what are you, what is he getting? Uh, a BBL, man, a child BBL? Of <laughs> That's what he gets. Oh, yes. and somebody exactly else's child to take care of because I don't exactly think her baby daddy in the picture. That's exactly what he's getting. Um, a BBL, a attitude, um, and a finesser. And then if you even talking about this finessing ass spirit that's in a lot of these IG chicks, honey, that spirit is hard to shake. That's a Ooh. hard one to shake, honey. Ooh. Especially if you like money and you like fancy shit and you like being seen as that girl. Oh, honey, that spirit is hard to shake, honey. Oh, that's a good point. I was going to ask if you think that like she could want it like her specifically if she could head like a church if she could be a first lady only way i think she could do it is if it's like that brooklyn uh bishop if she could like if she was like that bishop from new york maybe maybe like she gotta have that type of <laughs> it gotta be that type of church she'll be in jail in a year and a half honey um <laughs> bishop whitehead honey yeah, white head. That's that's about it. <laughs> Girl, she'll be giving white head all right. Uh, oh, good night. I'm about to go. <laughs> I'm 
just saying though, because when, like I said, if you talking about the work, honey, that work ain't no. You ain't mm-hmm. gonna uh, listen. And I'm mm-hmm. a person that's kind of gone through that. Now I mm-hmm. wasn't. Thank God, yeah. social media wasn't around when I was coming up, or you know, yeah. like that. But doing the work, you ain't gonna be able to laugh and bullshit your uh, honey. Yeah. Every time I try to go do some damn work on myself now, honey, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. <laughs> I crack that shit open and I'd be like, bruh, I don't have the, I don't have the emotion <sighs> for it right now. I, I ain't got the emotion to, to pour mm. into that because it's draining. It's tiresome yeah. and it's heavy and yeah. it's depressing and it's lonely and it's almost like hitting a rock bottom and <sighs> it's not <laughs> Girl, yeah, I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying mm. it. Um, shout out to Mr. Curling. He says having requirements and getting them met are two different things. Yep. They're the words. Yep. yep. Um, and shout out to you again, honey. He says, also, funny how some folks were telling these chicks they were wilding and going down a bad path, but now they all but born again birch. That part. That part ain't nobody buying that mess. And shout out to you again, babe. He says, um, like most young folks, they didn't anticipate the well running dry. Now they gotta get their water from the county. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, nobody but nobody tells them, or there's this thing that you're gonna be forever bad, and there's so much that goes into being a, a bad chick. There's so much. Mm-hmm. I consider myself an average woman, and I would say even my maintenance for an average woman it could be pretty costly, and it <laughs> is some things. But for a chick that's trying to be bad, a baddie, you baby. know how much maintenance goes into being a baddie? It's a lot. I already know. Baby, the hair, the nails, like the nails be like 250 250 $300, baby. No, and then you want her to make house calls. So, like, even more, like, in the, mm, you want lashes, micro shading. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it's, it's micro facials, pedicures, waxing, mm-hmm. V steams, all the things. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, nah. So, if you talk about just the maintenance of that, you're talking about. Then they getting all the weaves and the good weaves. Baby, you know, thousand dollar weaves regularly. And they don't they don't keep them weaves in for long. <laughs> no, so they keep it here for a week. In mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. So you talking mm-hmm. about if, if you really add up uh, the cost of being a baddie, whew, you can go at a upward of about two thousand dollars a month. Oh, easy, easy, easy. easy. And yeah, that's on the low sure. end. That's mm-hmm. if you if you got some braises. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like and that's on that's the low, low end. And then you looking for club promotions, people with handouts and shit. And that you only get that shit if you're relevant. If you got I think some shit what they be looking right for now, though, I think a lot of these um chicks be looking for like you know, uh, deals off a of promo because you be seeing a lot of them get blasted because they end up not giving somebody their promo and they'd be like, Ari didn't give me my promo or such and such. Thing. So yeah. they be trying to cut corners by giving people free pump promo. 
And that's you're only getting that if you're relevant. Yeah. If you're relevant. But if you not that girl right now, if you not Ice Spice and Jada Waiters and the yep. Aries, mm-hmm. think about uh the chick that's on the lower sides of that and the world and ran dry. Yes, it's, it's, it's uh, and yeah, you still you trying to, to maintain cash. this lifestyle for social media. It mm-hmm. ain't nothing worse than a bad bitch that then fell off, girl. Ain't nothing mm-hmm. worse. Cause then they hide from everybody. You don't want everybody to see that you you carrying a soggy ass purse from eight seasons ago. Oh, you already know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lori Harvey. uh, Andrew, you say Lori's still that girl for right now, Uh, but I think the difference between a Lori Harvey and let's say an Alexa Sky first Alexa Sky didn't got a baby you had a baby by a rapper uh no no you put the baby off on a rapper it turns out it's not even this dude's baby mm-hmm. we don't know who no we know who the baby daddy is because you done blasted this nigga because the nigga don't even want to spend time with your child yeah some brand of dude already has you've already displayed your value quote unquote to the world You've already mm-hmm. put that on blast. So you got that one X because you didn't already put that out there. Then <laughs> you talk about value and 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 then trying to stay in the public. You was on love and hip hop. That shit didn't ran dry. Yeah, for a quick season. Mm-hmm. It ran through by rapper after rapper after rapper. Mm-hmm. You have made sure to publicize all of your relationships. Now they not looking at you like the fresh hot thing. You ain't being mentioned in rap songs. Oh no, no. What's the dude who uh, played her and who mentioned her in a rap song? What's the guy? Um, who? A little retarded rapper from Memphis, girl. <clears throat> Yo, guy. He had the song. You know, oh, I know the song, but I don't know rappers, baby. Unless you're going yeah. back to the 90s. <laughs> you're talking about some Jay-Z or T.I. or Jeezy or something. I don't know none of the baby, dub baby, who baby, my baby. I don't know none of them people. Girl, but that's the thing. And it's like you're not going to be able to get these rappers on board. Um, ain't nobody fooling with you like that no mm-hmm. more. It was Black Youngster. That's who oh, it was. It was Black yeah, Young. I would never guess And that. that was my shit, too. I'm so glad it wasn't a trivia question, child, because look. <laughs> uh, shout out to Black Wizard. Not Black Youngster, but Black Wizard. Black <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> he says, healing isn't fun. Shadow work is actually pretty off. It's a pretty awful feeling. When people say they are doing it so casually, I don't believe them. Listen, honey, if you yeah. really getting down to the work, it, this shit ain't fun it's at heavy, all. heavy, mm-hmm. heavy. So, yeah. yeah, girl. And I, it's a shame because these are women who are some of the most beautiful women that have, yeah, you ain't gonna be bad forever, honey, and being a bad bitch. Uh, like I said, when it comes down to a difference between a Lori Harvey, Lori Harvey got a mama. A mama that has been gamed up for a very, very long time. I don't yeah. even see women of her caliber in droves. 
they don't have women like Lori Harvey's mama, Marjorie. Marjorie is of a different breed, of a different time frame. Um, and Marjorie is still a bad chick. Marjorie would still be considered bad, especially for her age range. But you don't have a lot of chicks like Marjorie that have been able to secure, secure, secure the bag all the way up and through. And if Lori don't be careful, I don't know. I don't know. But mm. uh, for chicks like Alexis Sky that have allowed themselves to be ran through without yeah, a backup he's... plan, mm -hmm. it ain't going to work out for you, honey. You know, and I think... Uh... Well, she, I think she was doing OnlyFans at one point. I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming her wells didn't run dry. That's ran dry. That's the only thing that I can, can assume <clears throat> at this point for her to be on this um, spiritual kick like she is. I, I'm assuming. Let me see if she's on OnlyFans. Let me see if she... Child, she is on OnlyFans, or she was on OnlyFans, honey. So, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't get it, honey. Concrete, you still there, girl? Oh, child, I didn't. I don't know where the hell I done ended. <laughs> Let me be careful with my phone, honey, because it took me down a lane that I was not trying to go to. Hold up. It took me down a lane. Um, She has 5.5 million followers on Instagram. And I don't know how much that's yielding her, but 5.5 million, she should have been able to still make bank off of Instagram. Yeah. And... <clears throat> Um, you know, she's still posing for Fashion Nova. I see that she's starting to put on a little bit more, a little bit more clothes, a little bit more. She's taking um, mm -hmm. a few more conservative pics and everything. But yeah, uh, her pics have become a little bit more conservative. Um, still outside of hanging out on somebody's private planes and shit. And so when you see stuff like that, you already know what it's in for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any hope. Well, yeah, um, I think we know what's up for her and Brittany. You know, like I said, this is just, um, you know, their, their next way to make money, you know, the next hustle. Do you think Brittany Renner is like a psychopath, sociopath? I think that. Brittany Renner, I definitely think Brittany Renner has some psychological issues. Yeah, Brittany Renner kind of gives me like um, psycho babe vibes. And you, it's like the person going to therapy, but learning like all the tricks in the trade of therapy and shit. <clears throat> and you go to therapy to kind of pick up more more skill versus mm. going to therapy for healing. So it makes you better in your manipulation. Yeah, I think versus... she's a master manipulator. I, I, that's yeah. what I get from her. Like masterful. Like I think she is an artist. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the exact vibe that I get from her. I think that... Yeah. Um, you know, Brittany Renner talks a great game. She talks a hellified game, but even when it comes down to her, um, because there were things the way she casually mentioned about 
oh, just go fuck an athlete. They're so dumb. And you can just mm-hmm. fuck them and get whatever from them. And, you know, it's everything will be all good. And it's not, it's nothing. And so I, I think it's just, <laughs> Sean got to write no. a narcissistic sociopath. I kind of well, believe she's on that spectrum. How, 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 let me ask you, what would these ladies have to do to prove that they're sincere? Like, you know, they've come out. It hasn't been long for Alexis. I don't know how long it's been for Brittany. You know, I think it's been re- fairly quiet on both fronts for both ladies, you know, for a little bit. Um, what would they have to do to prove that they're sincere and that, you know, they have turned over new leaves and that they're on these new journeys and they're change women? What do you think that they would have to do for society, for you know, social media to um, accept that, you know, they, they, they really changed. I think that they would have to take a social, a social media hiatus, like a total hiatus. And I mean, like, do you a year or two come like you're not out there on the scene because you have two to years? have, Two years, um, two years, extensive therapy, extensive therapy, because if you really talk of, if you really think about it, um, the type of situations that these beautiful women have put themselves into, they didn't have to go into. These are some of the uh, most attractive women in the world uh, by society standards, certain lanes that they didn't have to go down, but they went down. So that suggests to me that there is definitely something deeply psychological going on. But like I said, we don't talk enough about what attention does to people, um, how, how much we want it, how much we want to maintain it, how much we're trying to hold on to it. I think a social media hiatus for a very long time, you do a social media hiatus. You still not interested in being that girl because social media tells me that you still trying to be seen in a certain way. You're still trying to be on the scene. You're still trying to be relevant. You're still trying to make money off of your looks. You're still trying to make money off your sex appeal. Now you got, uh, Alexis trying to make money off of her quote unquote spirituality. Cause she sure got a little website listed in her bio for her little spiritual stuff. You didn't took down a lot of your sexy pictures off your IG, but now you're trying to plug the spiritual stuff in. And if you're not trying to monetize that, that aspect, then I would probably take you more serious if you're not trying to monetize it and you disappear for a while and change behavior. But if you're still got one, you got one foot in and one foot out, baby, we ain't buying it. We ain't done. We get it. And, and you know, I, I think you're, you, she's 28. Um, people are not letting you have that excuse. Like you're 28. She's still a baby. She's still developing, but in certain aspects, she is still developing, but mm-mm, we still not going. We're not going. I mean, think about what she was doing at 28. Like you having a ball, you, you, you. <laughs> yes, girl. And did I had a, I, when I say I had, when that, when I swanned, honey, and I went through those 20s and 30s. I had me a great time. But right. social media also wasn't here to um, record everything that I was doing. And nor was it for the world to see. A lot of their business has been publicized by them or somebody else. And, 
you're 28, you out there, you didn't had all these threesomes, you just snorted all, you done did a lot. I did a lot. And everybody knows. And it's not yeah. it's not a good look. Uh so I was in a serious, serious relationship um with my ex when I was in my twenties, but I will say I had my most fun. Like I was, I feel like I grew up so fast. I had my most fun. I feel like in my teens, like late teens, like early twenties. Um, by the time, you know, I was like, I mean, I'm still go to clubs, but like about the time I was 29, I wasn't partying as hard, but I will say this. Um, the difference is too, like they have children. I feel like when you have like, and that's why by the time I was in my late twenties, I wasn't like, I mean, and I still like, like I said, when I was tw- 19, 20, 22, um, oh my gosh, I was having a ball. Um, but even though I had children, um, but I also think like they have children you know, and I think that that does like slow things down and or it makes people look at you with different expectations. A 28 year old with children versus a 28 year old that's single and childless, the expectations that society puts on you are going to be different, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says last one about this topic. He says if everything had worked out for them, they wouldn't be on this type of time. Hashtag that is all. Hashtag back to the clouds. Hashtag babe, you you damn right. You damn skippy on that because if things had worked out, if they had found that baller, honey, I mean for what? Be spiritual for what? I mean, yeah, Lori ain't got that message right now. <laughs> Who else out there? Try- uh, the city girls ain't got that message right now. True. True. Shout out to what? Dane. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, shout out to Dane. He says it's called the ran through effect they're experiencing. <laughs> they tried to use men for sex and their personal gain and failed. And now they live in their regret. Damn. Damn. Uh, well, child, we didn't found out something new, honey. Um, did you know that the cynical one has a damn podcast? And shout out to Hair Talk 101 in the building. Honey. No, I did not know that. I'm oh, okay. I'm going, where the hell is the cynical one, child? Am I in the right chat? Because, honey... That oh, I'm in the I'm in the wrong chat. That's of course, of course I'm in the wrong chat. But the cynical one, I'm gonna mod you, and I want you to uh, drop your link. Yeah, uh, drop your link in the chat, cynical. And um, yeah, girl, we didn't know you even had a channel, honey. Definitely did not know. Yeah, and y'all go subscribe to Cynical. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> they said I, I would have been. They would have been like, "I'm the new Sierra." Bitch. You know it. 
child. And I don't even think Sierra wants to be Sierra right now, honey. I think Sierra wants to. Here you go. What? Here you go. You don't, child, Sierra want to twerk it for future, honey. Oh, my God. First of all, future is corny. Like, now, future is future, corny. Future yeah, is, corny. is corny. Like, corny is always been. Have you seen his um school pictures? That flat ass head. He just according with, with locks, but he corny. He's never been that guy. Like stop. No. stop. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I just yeah, I, I I will see how this plays out for both of them. But I'm not optimistic. I'll say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, mm. sis, let's get to the. Let's get to it. <laughs> Baby, let's get to it. <laughs> you got the article pulled up. I do not, but because it's some juiciness. Oh my gosh, I should have sent it to you. you um, because the I, I just thought you'd be. I like no, you like to read the actual articles, so I just thought that you. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll do I a little intro. Up, oh, okay. So, we, so our next topic, since we're doing a double feature, is on to the Tennessee cop. So we all know the situation in Tennessee, where um, the female officer was indulged in indulging in the sexual tryst with several other police officers, and baby girl trying to pull an Emmett Till on several of the police officers. So I'm gonna let Danny read and um, we'll give our take and dialogue about this situation because um, I don't know if it's gonna go too good for these brothers. Mm. Okay, so this article is from the Daily Mail and the article says, a Tennessee cop gone wild. Megan Hall claims she was sexually groomed by Predator. Superiors in new lawsuit after she was fired for sex romps with officers. Hmm. Tennessee cop gone wild. Mega Hall, who was fired by fired over numerous sex romps with officers, has claimed she was sexually groomed by her predator superiors and tried to kill herself. Hall, 26, who blamed her failing marriage on her for her sordid affairs, claimed in a 51-page federal lawsuit file on Monday that she felt trapped and exploited among the Laverne Police Department. The 26-year-old was fired in January after it was discovered she had sexual relationships with several cops in the department. Some of them, some who have been terminated, others suspended. In an interview during an internal investigation, Hall admitted that she performed a sex acts with on-duty officers on police property and had a threesome with one cop and his wife. Um... <laughs> The lawsuit claims Miss Hall sought role models at her new job. She instead found predators. In place of offering professional development, her supervisors and chief of police groomed her for sexual exploitation. 
They colluded in using their authority to systematically disarm her resistance and entrap her in degrading and abusive sexual relationships, even sharing tips on the best ways to manipulate and exploit her. The federal civil rights case referred to Hall's history of mental illness and stated that she felt trapped. Concrete, do you want to give commentary thus far? Because, honey, I got a whole mother. I got a lot to say. Okay, Concrete don't have no commentary to give on it so far. Um, let me just start off in saying that she had a history of mental illness. And so when it comes down to mental illness, this lady was put out on the streets to protect and serve, which means mm -hmm. she had a gun. She was out in the street. She was making arrest, um, but she had a history of mental illness. Then y'all know how the manosphere be talking about like the women are kids, like women are children and you can't leave them up to their own devices and shit like that. This is the type of shit that they're talking about because you know, she is a grown ass woman. She's able to make uh, decisions as to where she wants to live, who she wants to marry, what she wants to work. Was she signed up to work for the, the police department? Then she, she chose to have sexual acts with these officers. And all of a sudden she was groomed. She's mentally ill. Um, there's something wrong with her, but she was safe enough to protect the streets, but she was not, she was not, um, mentally stable enough to protect her coochie. And I, I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. What you think? Concrete? Um, so I think that this is very interesting. Um, it's interesting because there are so I've been following this case closely because I'm like, this is this is wild. Um, so, you know, I know lots of people who work in law enforcement and most law enforcement, um, most most most, you know, um, police forces are this, this. This is not unusual. This is not this is not unusual. Most you know, police forces, it's a lot of, it's a lot of SEX going on and almost police forces, real talk. Like this is not unusual, but for it to be publicized. So I believe and when I was looking into this case, when it first came out, one of the guys, the Hispanic looking guy that she was dealing with blew the whistle. Like he didn't, he had a hard time letting go and he was offended that she started messing with other people. And so I think he like reported it or something to HR and that's how it came out. So um, it was interesting when they um, interviewed her initially that she didn't say anything about being forced. No word about being forced. She was talking about how she was having issues in her marriage and that uh you know her and her husband was on the brink of divorce there she even admitted in her statement that um one of the officers and his wife she propositioned them her and her husband like she was trying to get her husband to engage in a threesome with them 
Like she, um, you know, there were all kinds, you know, it was very descript regarding the activities that they had engaged in. And there was no indication that she was pressured. However, a lot of the officers were her superior officers. And uh, the chief of police was aware of these sexual escapades going on. So this is not going to, this is not looking good for the police department. The black chief of police knew that these sexcapades were going on and he tried to impede the investigation. That's why he was fired and they have an interim chief. So it's interesting that she filed this federal suit and she changing up her narrative to it being her being pressured she went to be mentored and they coerced her and now she's putting on the white woman waterworks and it, it, this is an age old um classic defense i think it is absolutely crazy um that you get to push a certain narrative after you've done a b c d you wouldn't have pushed this narrative until you got caught. Had you not been caught, this shit would have still been happening. And the fact that you didn't had a threesome with a man and his wife. I, I Listen, honey, listen. <laughs> Nigga needs to stop. A girl, let me finish reading this damn Listen, she engaged with women on the police force. Oh, listen, mm, it was a her thing everybody um okay so it says megan hall felt trapped in the role assigned to her at the city of laverne police department and in an attempt to escape she nearly killed herself it stated the suit stated that hall was 24 when she first applied for the job at the police department in 2020 and claims she first became sexually involved with Sergeant Lewis Powell early the last year. Sergeant Powell learned that Miss Hall was going through the process of buying a home with her husband and that this process was extremely taxing on their relationship, the lawsuit said. Sergeant Powell positioned himself as a reliable source of companionship and advice regarding Miss Hall's career and her marriage. Sar Sergeant Powell persisted in requests for sex despite Miss Hall's resistance, it said. Eventually, Miss <laughs> Hall gave in to Sergeant Powell's request for sexual favors. She said she then tried to stop that when she tried to stop that Powell threatened to kill himself. Sergeant Powell called her head while heavily intoxicated, it said. Sergeant Powell was crying and told Miss Hall he drank an entire bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey. He threatened to kill himself, told Miss Hall, you did this to me, and asserted that Miss Hall was responsible for his imminent suicide. Miss Hall continued to experience anxiety, depression, and difficulty in concentrating at work because of her inability to escape her relationship with Sergeant Powell. Hall said that the exploitative, ex excuse me, Hall said the exploitative sexual relationship with Powell is what led her to other sexual encounters involving other officers. 
Um, it's claimed that she had sex oh. sexual relationships with Larry Holiday, Patrick Magalico, um, Ty McGowan, Juan Lugo Perez, Gavin um, Sherbel, and Detective Seneca Shields. Paul um, Lugo Perez, McGowan, and Shields were also fired over the incidents. The others, however, kept their jobs but were suspended. Earlier this month, Laverne Police Chief Burrell Chip Davis was also fired. Hall claims that Burrell encouraged this behavior and shared in the pornography and sexual fantasy of mutually abusing Miss Hall with his trusted supervisor, Talma Gowan. Um, <laughs> the so, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So interestingly enough, <clears throat> so it was Powell, the Powell was the one who she was um, sleeping with that wouldn't, that couldn't let her go. So he was, he wasn't black. But interestingly enough, I didn't know that she said that he was the reason that she started sleeping with other police officers. Um, but he, you know, she, I know that he, I believe he was also the one who, um, who, who pulled the rug out from under everybody by um, ratting everybody out because he was mad that she was sleeping with so many other officers in the police force and you doing all this and becoming this emotional over somebody else's wife and the crazy thing is that that is so baffling is these are people that's walk, running around with loaded weapons that is supposed to be protecting folks and y'all ain't stable ain't you stable threatening to off yourself what the heck baby I'm, I'm that's concerning isn't it though? Huh. Mm -hmm. Um, the lawsuit names Powell, McGowan, and Davis as defendants and was filed in U.S. District Court in the Middle District of Tennessee. It is unclear what damages Hall has sought for lost wages, medical expenses, mental suffering, emotional distress, and reputation reputational harm. Earlier this month, Daily Mail published audio tapes in which Hall can be confessed can be heard confessing to Randy Brumps with her police pals. The awkward exchanges between Married Hall, her police chief, and the head of the HR for the city of Laverne in rural Tennessee touch upon everything from games of strip uno to foot fetish photos to wife swapping sessions. A sheepish Hall can be heard mumbling, stuttering lies before she finally comes clean and uh, over the course of three interviews spanning two hours, she reflected, I got stupid. I got desperate. And I guess guys are guys and they'll stick their dicks in anything. Her <sighs> confession leaves Laverne shell shock police chief, uh, Burrell chip Davis struggling for words before he dryly advises young siren what do they say don't dip your pen in the company ink hall was quizzed three times Ooh. after a whistleblower came forward to in december to report she was having intimate relationships with male colleagues at boozy parties hotels and even on police property 
In her first interview, she only admitted to betting canine officer Larry Holiday, who was suspended without pay but kept his job because he was honest with investigators. We had intercourse. There were a few times, but it was a long time ago. She nervously told Andrew Patton, the police department's head of human resources. She dismissed rumors of a fling with Sergeant Lewis Powell, but Peyton, Patton, excuse me, told her, I have confirmation that you talked about the act. You talked about his size, what it looked like. When she said, excuse me, when she was asked if she ever had a three-way with patrol officer Patrick Malico and his wife, Amy, Hall replied, oh, I'm sorry, a what? And began to cry. It's okay. There's some Kleenex right behind that candy bowl there, Patton said before resuming his questions. During a second and third interview, Hall already on a final warning for crashing her patrol car three times admitted she had a months-long affair with Pal and even performed a sex act while on duty. I just gave him a blowjob wow. in the substation, she admitted. Me and my husband were kind of on the verge of divorce, and I just cracked, and then it just got out of hand. Mary Powell denied the trice, but came clean when it was discovered that he and a heavily tattooed Hall met up to compare notes in an effort to thwart the investigation. She told Powell that Patton that Powell threatened to kill himself when she tried to break things off, texting her to say, you betrayed me. I thought you cared about me. No one's here but me. You really hurt me. Hall further confessed to getting drunk at a Girls Gone Wild hot tub party where she sang karaoke and fell down a flight of stairs before having sex with Malago and a bathroom of a colleague's boat. My bathing suit was a little loose and it fell off, she added. <laughs> sure it did. Sure it did. Dailymail.com revealed that Hall's husband, Jedediah, a sheriff's deputy and a son of a pastor, was sticking with his wife and trying to work through wow. their problems. She told Patton of a cringeworthy encounter where she, along with Malico and his wife, Amy, tried to coax Jedediah into a sexy wife swapping section that fell flat. When Mags was like run when Mags was like right by us and then on the couch Mags was like if y'all start making out maybe Jed will get into my husband will get, will get into my husband into the right idea and when we started making out Jed was like, no. Yeah, inaudible. Um, me and my husband have had threesomes before, so I I didn't know if he was going to be like, I didn't know if it was going to be like, I didn't think he would have an issue with it. Okay, so she's saying that they've had threesomes before. And oh. <clears throat> okay. Hall revealed that she made Another attempt to rope Jedediah in, into a threesome with Sergeant Ty McGowan and his wife, B, but mm. it quickly petered out. 
Jed came home. We started drinking. Ty wanted to get to try uh, to try to get Jed into having a thing with all of us. She told Patton. We played strip Uno, and when V went out onto the patio with Jed, and Ty kissed me for a bit, then that was it. Hall admitted to sleeping with McGowan on two occasions. The first after she had talking, taken her psych exam <laughs> prior having been sworn in on her $53,000 a year per, per year police job, she was unaware that at a point that McGowan was the source of the original whistleblower tip she received by the Laverne <laughs> Mayor Jason Cole's office. So McGowan was the one who dimed her out. Oh, Wow. I knew it was one of the ones that, that I thought it was um Powell. It was McGowan. Yeah. Um, she uh, but while he had dished freely on his colleagues' escapades, McGowan did not disclose his own rumps with Hall and later <sighs> denied them. He was fired for being dishonest with the inquiry. He a goofy. Do we have a jealous boyfriend kind of complex happening somewhere in this city? And how has it come to me? Like any of these men found out, well, I found out she's with all these other people. So now I'm pissed, Patton asked her. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. Um, Hall replied, struggling to answer. She later reflected, I got stupid, I got desperate. And I guess these guys... Um, guys are guys and they'll stick their dicks in anything. Um, Malico escaped without suspension with a suspension as did officer, um, Gavin Sherbel, who also swapped naked pics with Hall. But in her two final conquests, uh, patrol officer Juan Lugo and Sergeant Seneca Shields both got the boot. She admitted to having sex with Lugo at a hotel after the two met up at a venue she recalled as a go-go fungo usa it was a typical sort of boozy outings her hard party and police click enjoyed at sports bars sunday night football parties and top golf according to the tapes obtained via the freedom of information request wow her hookup with Shields, however, took place at a weight room in a police gym, according to Hall's confession. I'm sorry, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but there wasn't a sexual act that took place at a gym, according to you. You gave him a hand job, Patton asked her. Yeah, it wasn't a blowjob, replied Hall. <laughs> Patton went on to ask, do you have a foot fetish? Do you send pictures of your feet to people? Ty has a foot fetish, and so he would ask you for pictures of your feet. Did you send pictures of your feet to Seneca? Hall re <laughs> responded, I know I did to Ty. The raft of firings and dis disciplinary measures triggered by Hall's antics meant that Laverne's population 39 lost about around 12% of its police manpower overnight. Mm -hmm. Petite Hall grew up in rural Tennessee, dreaming of becoming an actress, and but eventually found her calling in law enforcement, a career that barely lasted two years. 
Despite his wife's yes. infidelities, she and Jedediah are still living together in their home in Manchester, 60 miles north south of Ma Nashville, their first marital property, which they brought a year ago. The two have been sweethearts since their college days and got married in 2018. I don't know how he's doing it. He's more of a man than I am but he's trying to salvage his marriage. Jediah's boss, Coffee County Sheriff uh, Chad Parton told Daily Mail last month. And that is it. Girl, like, um, I don't even know where to begin. It, 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 it was so much. Um, I definitely see her trying to remove accountability and trying to play victim with the whole comments like, oh, well, you know how men are. They'll stick their D in anything, um, downplaying what she did, saying things like, oh, well, we didn't have sex. Uh, I just gave him a hand job. Um, you know, she got, got caught up in multiple lies and they kind of had to pull the truth out of her in many instances. Um, she is a whole liar and she is going to, I, I think that she's going to be successful in paint, making this out to be a culture of men, men mainly black men, because it's mostly black men involved that pressured her into engaging in acts that she did not want to engage in. Um, and that is the thing. When you have women working in these male-dominated um, cultures, um, women high in the coming in, working in these male-dominated cultures, they having problems at home, or maybe they ain't having problems at home. They find these men attractive. They want to engage in these sexual acts, even involving their husbands, even involving with, uh, I mean, engaging with other women. Things go wrong or things go south for them. They get to play victim. Now, everybody lost their jobs in the situation. She ain't the only one who was scorned, but she was the one who society deemed as the whore she like none of the men are made out to look as bad but also she was the common denominator the men wasn't having sex with five different men you know she was the one person that had sex with like seven different people there so she was painted out to be a nasty slut and as a result she gets to play victim now she's mad about her reputation how awful she looks and she was married to a pastor's son and he like a goofy decided to stay with her. So now she gets to use her white tears, weaponize them, file a federal lawsuit and say that quid pro quo, quo happened. She went to these men for super uh, mentorship. She went to these men to learn the ropes, to learn how to do her job correctly. She went to these men to, um, you know, aid her in, in, in becoming a better police officer. And they took advantage of this poor little innocent white woman. And it's going to work. I think you brought up some hell of high points. Um, I, my question for you do you think that this will affect women being in like male dominated fields or should women continue to be in male dominated fields? What do you think? Um, it's not going to affect women being in male dominated fields. Um, 
um, police forces go out of their way to hire women in many uh, in these instances because it's like a double minority. You got a woman, especially black women. You got a woman, she's black, you know, or even if you don't, you have a woman, she's a minority. Um, and they like to elevate women and, you know, promote women because it makes them seem like they are progressive. So it's not going to affect women being hired. Um and I don't even think it'll affect the culture of policing. Policing, police forces will still be cultures of whorehouses. Um, they may be a little bit more mindful. Really and truly, this wouldn't have came out if one man wasn't scorned for whatever reason. Maybe she told him no. And he like, well, you sucking that big black cock over there. You ain't gonna suck mine. I mean, like somebody was mad. Like he clearly was hate because you hitting it too. And that was the goofiest thing he could have did. You ain't you ain't innocent in this. Like, how did you think that that was gonna work out for you? You go tell the mayor as if you ain't getting yours too. He was like, I know you know how the, the difference between a bitch and a slut. <laughs> what? A slut of fuck everybody, a bitch of fuck everybody but you. <laughs> you know what? I am not about to do this with you. That's the difference. Clearly. That's what they Clearly. said the difference is because he was like, was oh, being a B oh, because oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> he like, I liked it better than you about were a slut because <laughs> he felt some type of way, baby. Or Listen. maybe he ain't enjoyed as much once the black men got their turn. He was like, it's too loosey-goosey. <laughs> Baby, um, yeah, no, um, Child I don't know. Man. I just don't see this turning out well for them. They gonna have to pay her. So, do you think was she fired? I don't think I heard any reports. She was of fired. Her. She was. She was fired. absolutely fired. Yes, hard child, because child, she yeah, did. She was fired. She did a lot. She took a lot of. She took a lot of D. Um, she took a lot. She took a lot. Yes. I mean, did. but okay, let me ask you a question. What do you think of her claiming mental illness at this point? Well, one of I read another report that said that um she actually had um taken um she had taken a gun before while she was in the presence of a police officer and she did a dry shot. So I do think she might have some mental health, ment mental health, mental illness, because like, who does that for real? Like, even if you drinking, if you like, I don't know under what circumstances. And they said she has a long history of mental illness, which I don't know how she was able to pass the psych exam. That's she does. my point. Like, OK, so you you get to you, 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 you fine enough to carry your gun. You're mm -hmm. fine enough to make a rest. You're fine enough to go testify in court for mm -hmm. um, these arrests that you've made because you also have to testify as a police officer in certain things. You're fine enough when you took these exams. You were fine enough when you went through weapons training. You were mm -hmm. fine enough when you went through officer boot camp. You were fine enough when they sprayed you with pepper spray. But yep. when it came down to your badge, and your sexual escapades, you were a married woman. You were fine enough to get married. You were fine enough to establish a, a wholesome relationship with the pastor's son. But then when it comes down to 
you uh being in threesomes with other people, you letting these cops uh do you whenever they get ready to you're I, 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 and I do believe she's initiated some of this sex. And so then I'm my question is is we're not gonna be able to use mental illness and all that shit anymore when you were fine enough to make whatever decisions, but then when it came down to you. Um, fucking all over the place. Desperate for what? Mm-hmm. We know she was a cock bigger than her husband's. Something bigger than what she had at home. Um, no, I'm. T- listen, listen. They gonna Girl, use the fruit is just coming out, child. No, I can see the fruit no. coming. Out. Listen, I, I listen. I'm just saying. I'm just surmising. I, I like that's what I surmise based on what I read. What I what I can say is they're gonna use all text messages. They gonna use you know she cops probably like forgot what she just sent child. Mm-hmm. They they already said they got the nudes and stuff. They be they like to use those back chats and stuff. Um, not tagged, but um, group meet what like all those little back chats and stuff. They apps they use. They're going to use all that and they're going to use that against her. And then her talking about she got a history of mental illness. They're going to be able to pull all call all her records into question. Also, because this is about her sexual tryst, they also get to pull up her sexual history. Like this is going to be interesting. I'll be like, let's do this. Do you think they're going to demonize this uh, lily white woman? My lawyer, I'll be like, get it all. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. No, but I'm saying, do you think they're going to put that out there because she's saying that she has all these mental illnesses and stuff? Then I want you to really think about this. Think about this. All Mm -hmm. the girls that were like super duper hoes have generally went through like some child trauma, some trauma in the sex department. I don't know too many hoes who hadn't gone through that. And I want to know, like, is there validity in her um, saying that you uh, because I actually think there's validity in her saying that um, she was mentally uh, fucked up because I don't think a normal person does those type of things. But I don't tell you the answer to it. She white. What that means? She white. She ain't got white girls don't have to go through trauma. That's part that's in the it's in the Dana. It's in the Dana. It's in the Dana. It's in the Dana. (laughs) I'm telling you. It's 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 in there. Listen, you you think I'm playing. I'm telling you. It's just there. Just messy. (laughs) Listen, we got some super chats. I'm trying to see where I'm going up to see. I know we missed quite a few. I'm going back to see how many. Oh, okay. That should. That's one. That should be. I know we missed. It oh, was. Girl, we how got. The hell did I miss? Girl, we missed. Yeah, we missed quite a few. Okay. Yeah, I think that Dane was. That should have been the last one. Dane. Okay. Girl, sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Dane again. He says this is no different than female prison guards. They always come in up pregnant. Shout out. Oh, yeah, she said, that's true. 
wow, she stink. She stink. You know those, um, do you be seeing on TikTok where those ladies be saying like they got BV and they be like bragging about it? They be like um, doing TikToks and they be like, oh, uh, they be like acting like they over their friend house and they be like my BV star stinking. And they be like somebody star smelling something. Oh, that's my BV time to go. Like they make fun of the fact that they have BV. And then they always they always blame it on men because they be like, well, if it wasn't for your sperm, I wouldn't have it. Like they always push it off on men. It made me think of that. Like she probably too have a pretty foul older, but it's like black women and they think it's cute because they have like BV and they constantly get it. And they be saying like men's sperm cause them to have you know, constant bouts of BV, but they make light of it and make it like a funny thing and TikTok worthy and ha ha he he. There's a fishy smell. It's me. Ha ha. I got BV. And I'm like, what the fuck is funny about that? Wash it. <laughs> like, and you know, you can't wash it away. It's like such a stinky, fishy, funky smell that you got to met, you know, go get your medicine. But like, they laugh about it and make light of the fact that they outside smell like a whole fish it's like what's like black like y'all need help what's funny about that what side of tiktok do you be on i'm gonna start sending you the video i told you i got a dark no no don't send it to me because maybe why is that funny like i've only seen probably two or three but like what's funny about that like you stink and that's funny Girl, go get help. Ciao. Anyways. Shout out to Grinch. He says mm-hmm. it was more than Uno in that culo though. Bar. <laughs> uh, True. It's disgusting. Shout out to Dancy. He says a black man named Jedediah. That was the white dude. That's her husband. Yeah, that name. was her husband. Her husband was Jedediah. 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 Mm-hmm. That is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Eisen, I just, I, I, I don't know where the hell concrete be at. Baby, oh. listen, I can't help I really don't. Listen, I ain't making the video. It came across my timeline. I see all kind of gross stuff on TikTok and be wondering why. Well, you ain't got no home training. What would your mama say if she seen this? <sighs> But anyway, because they don't never call, come across. You don't. Even in your frozenness, no, ma'am. Nope. I'll be on there arguing with folks all day. You don't be on there like that. Concrete, you need to start putting in recipes for TikTok, like recipes and fashion hauls and shit. I do all that. That's what I see mostly. And That's what I slip, watch. And then they slip some BB in, in there. I said I've seen two or three videos like that in a year of being on TikTok. Like, you see everything. You can't control what comes on your FYP. If you own there enough, like, you're going to see some of everything, you know? And That's why you frozen. Because you're lying. Concrete, you are borging out because you lying. Girl. 
Ooh, child. Well, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got all. I ain't got nothing else, child. I'm done. Yeah, I have nothing else either. Um, that yeah, I have nothing. Uh, like I said, I, I just think that 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 she gonna be successful. I'm I, I'm afraid that she gonna be successful. That she's going to Carolyn Bryant these men, and that it's gonna work because they were her superiors. She um, gonna use her white woman tears. They um, did engage with her. Uh, there is a such thing called pre- quid pro quo, and in most, uh, and this is a government job. Next your subordinate, so I think she's gonna be successful with this. That's it. Okay, you bore it down a little bit, so I didn't hear what you said, but um, mm. <clears throat> listen, listen, y'all come close, put your head in. Come here. Oh, we got something coming this week. Mm. We got a fire ass interview coming up on Sunday. I don't want y'all to miss this shit because y'all be not subscribing this shit and then when we drop this down, what you call it, when when the, when the notification come out, you're going to have to been, been a subscribe for a whole goddamn week, a month mm. or some shit, something real ratchet like that. So I would tell all my little funky ass friends to go and go ahead and subscribe to the breakdown because mm. um, it's going to be worth it worth every damn moment listen go ahead subscribe now i promise y'all don't want to miss this that's all i thought i would just whisper that shit to y'all because you know it's like a secret and there's some heat some heat y'all need to subscribe because there might be some coming sooner than that but if y'all ain't subscribed, then y'all ain't gonna know. And then if y'all don't turn off y'all damn like notif- notifications and shit, then y'all gonna miss it. Cause y'all know when we say we coming, we coming. Y'all know that, right? Oh, okay. Y'all know. Y'all should know. I think we improved ourselves, girl. We have. So go ahead, subscribe. Go ahead, hit the like button. Y'all need to make us viral. We need to be in somebody's goddamn algorithm. And I be feeling like y'all be playing us because we black. And I don't like that. Y'all colorists. Yep. Colorists. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Y'all will be back. Period. Did that nigga say we ain't that black? I'm the darkest person here. Stop. Don't do that. Concrete. They ain't letting you make it during uh oh it's March and ain't Black History Month no more, girl. It's over with. Yeah. I, I'm the blackest person here though. But anywho, child. Um I ain't got nothing else. I hope y'all, I hope y'all have a great rest of the week.
concrete. You saying some girl, but they ain't letting you make it. I just said me too. I, I, I'm done. I'm over with. I have the Ethernet cord. I didn't plug it in, and it's too late now. So whatever. Good night. Y'all have a great rest of the week, and we will see you guys sooner than later. We are out. <laughs>